The Retropod Podcast is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Are you looking to learn a thing or two about getting your finances in order, saving, and investing? Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post Brand Studio. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. February is Black History Month. I want to introduce you to one of the many black heroes in American history who fought against racism. Sometimes that fight meant helping fellow African-Americans navigate the confines of discrimination. For today's hero, that fight meant risking her life, repeatedly. She was just five feet tall. There was once a $40,000 bounty on her head. She suffered seizures throughout her life. She never gave up, she never gave in, she defied men, she defied governments, she defied slavery and slave catchers. Her name was Harriet Tubman, and she was, she is, a legendary figure in history. She once said, quote, I had reasoned this out in my mind. Here was one of two things I had a right to, liberty or death. If I could not have one, I would have the other. Tubman's birth name was Arminta Ross. She was born into slavery sometime between 1819 and 1823 on the eastern shore of Maryland. Later on, when she married, she changed her first name to Harriet, her mother's name, and took her husband's last name. When she was about 13, she refused to help a slave overseer capture a runaway. The overseer threw a two-pound lead weight at the runaway. The weight hit Tubman in the head, splitting her skull. Tubman was unconscious two or three days and would continue to suffer chronic seizures the rest of her life. The injury caused sleeping spells, or narcolepsy, which would cause her to drop into a deep sleep anywhere and at any time of the day. The slave owner tried to sell her as damaged property, but failed. Imagine that. Damaged property. The slave owner tried to sell her again when she was 26. She prayed that God would kill him. A week later, he was dead. Don't mess with Harriet Tubman. In 1844, she married a free black man. It was not a typical marriage by any current standard because she spent so much of the time worried she'd be sold to another plantation. That was a common occurrence in those days, and one that would separate her from her husband. Tubman figures she had only one option. Run. She couldn't convince her husband to leave with her, so she escaped with two of her brothers. Her brothers, though, ultimately became frightened and turned back. But Harriet continued her journey, traveling 90 miles by foot, crossing Delaware and arriving in Pennsylvania. She was free. In Philadelphia, she worked as a household servant and saved up enough money to return to the South to help others escape. In 1850, Tubman returned to Maryland for her niece and her niece's husband. A year later, she came back for her own husband, but he had taken another wife. Having a husband and a family now took a back seat to her new purpose in life, rescuing other slaves. Tubman kept returning to pick more slaves up, despite the danger. The price for getting caught was steep. According to an 1849 Maryland law, assisting or encouraging an enslaved person to escape carried penalties of imprisonment, threats to be sold further south, and a punishment of 39 stripes with a whip. Slave owners issued huge rewards for Tubman's capture. By 1856, rewards for her added up to $40,000, about a million dollars in today's currency. 
Still, she kept coming back. She made at least 19 trips, freeing more than 300 enslaved people guided by the North Star along the Underground Railroad. She came back for her brothers. She came back for her parents. On these trips, she would often sing, Come Down Moses, a warning notice to those who wanted to escape, that she was ready to guide them. People called her the Moses of her people. Historians still marvel at Tubman's brilliance in avoiding capture. She often dressed like a man, so bounty hunters didn't realize it was a woman helping people escape. Late in life, Tubman once told a story about how on one of her return trips to Maryland, she passed one of her old owners walking down the same side of the street. He didn't recognize her, and Tubman didn't flinch. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Deneen Brown, who reported this story for The Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.